This episode of Action Science Theatre is brought to you by Tinsel. Tinsel! Because something has to cheer you up, eh? Look, I know we go on about this all the time, but there are a couple of things we'd like you to do. One, leave us reviews or comments on iTunes or our blog. Two, buy mugs and t-shirts. Now get on with it. Please. Pretty please. Look, I'm sorry I was curt with you. Don't be like that. Please, no, come on. We, we can work this out. Don't go. It's nearly Christmas. Right, I must review my to-do list in order of importance. One, finish my paper on mollusks. Two, read the papers. Three, choose my successor. Four, see if my mistress is available on Boxing Day. And five, get some Christmas presents for my family. Although five may be tricky as it's Christmas Eve. Still, coal is an excellent gift. Great for warming things and nice Christmas connections via that Dickens book. My, the street is busy. I know, I'll take this dark alley as a shortcut. My instincts are telling me not to, but I'm not going to listen to them right now. Too busy for that. Well, that's just typical. Now I'm going to be unconscious for an unspecified period of time. And I am very busy. It will be nice to get some rest, though. Right, count backwards from 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5. Set your internet dials to danger as we bring you action, as we bring you science, and as we bring you theatre with Action Science Theatre. Hello? How long are you going to keep me here? Hello! My cuffs are getting very grubby. And Christmas is tomorrow. Psst. Hello? Psst. Yes, you already said that. Could you identify yourself? It's me, Lydia. Oh, I wasn't supposed to tell you my name. Promise me you'll try and forget it. I shall endeavour to do my best. Does that mean yes? Indeed. If you just said yes, it wouldn't take so long. We'd be at the good bit by now. And what out of this whole predicament could be the good bit? Well, that is something. It would be too much to hope for a fine glass of port, I suppose. Even a mediocre glass would do, given the circumstances. It's water. As I suspected. Would you like it? It will do nicely to quench my thirst. The way you talk, it takes longer than it needs to. Could you give me the water, please? Right. How am I going to do that? Well, my suggestion would be to open the door. Right. But Eliza told me not to do that. Her name. No names, they said. Her and Annabelle. Oh, I've just done it again, haven't I? I can assure you that at the present time I have no interest in the names of either yourself nor your co-conspirators. Do you promise? On your mother's life? She passed away many years ago. But I suspect accuracy is not that important in this trust gesture. I promise. My word is my bond. Right. Now how do I get you the water? I make a similar promise about not attempting to escape when you open the door. My hands are tied. And I am not the most imposing physical specimen anyway. Well, as you promised. Hello! A pleasure. Cool. You're not much of a physical specimen, but you are well scrubbed up. I wouldn't say no. You're a bit of a silver fox. I dare say that is a compliment. The water, if I may? Here you go! Refreshing, if a little muddy. Although not too far off port, if I'm being totally honest. 
That'll be the detergent. I had to fetch it in a pail I used to scrub the floors. Information I would rather you had not shared. Well, I better leave you to it. Any idea when I might find out more about the reasons for my incarceration? Oh yeah, I had one more thing to tell you. You're invited to dinner! Christmas dinner! Splendid. I assume all will be revealed. Toodlepip! Ah, I suspect you are neither Eliza nor Annabelle. Oh God, how do you know those names? Just a lucky guess. Lydia. I'm afraid so. Well, in that case, it doesn't matter that you know my name is Nathaniel. Or, wait, does it? I'm not sure now. Charmed. I'm terribly sorry about all this. Are you? Yes. I'm only going along with it reluctantly. My wife... <clears throat> I mean, the, the leader of our gang is very persuasive. Indeed. And what is the ultimate goal of this endeavour, if I might ask? Ah, yes, sir. We're going to discuss that over dinner. Christmas dinner. I was beginning to gather that. Eliza likes a bit of theatrics, especially at Christmas. So Eliza is your wife. Are you related in any way to anyone else whose name I've heard? You have a few names. Oh. We've not kidnapped anyone before. I don't think we're very good at it. I am unable to escape. At least you appear to have that part mastered. That's nice of you to say. I brought you a blanket. The floor in here is quite hard and cold. Much appreciated. And can I just say what a big fan I am of your work. Really? Yes, your book in the Azores was wonderful. So, a keen naturalist. To a degree. I've actually got my copy upstairs. Would, would you mind signing it after dinner? When my hands are finally liberated, I will sign anything you put in front of me. Wonderful. <laughs> well, I'll leave you to it. I can see you're busy. Thank you. I have been using the time to play a game of I Spy against myself, and things are really starting to heat up. Ooh, sounds fun. Uh, bye. I'm going to take a guess. Annabelle? I said we shouldn't have let Lydia bring you water, but nobody listens. It must be very frustrating for you. It is. I make meticulous plans. Plans that are guaranteed to work, and then sloppy execution lets us down. I know how you feel. Sometimes the people that work for me don't share my vision. It makes things much harder. Oh yes, tell me about it. Hang on. Yes? I see what you're trying to do. I'm not trying to do anything. We're just talking. You're trying to sympathise with me, so we develop a bond. And then you can get me to help you escape. It didn't cross my mind for a moment. A man with your mind? Of course it did. You're a sharp one. I see I shall have to be careful not to cut myself on you. And flirting won't work either. Have you come to bring me an item of comfort? Actually, I come with a proposition. You have to keep this from the others for it to work. Out of all the gang I've met, you are my clear favourite. I won't breathe a word. Being the excellent planner I am, I have a backup. Which is? Well, that's when you have a second plan, in case the first one doesn't work. I suspect that at some point during this whole escapade, everything will start going wrong. Inevitably. What's that supposed to mean? I'm sure the planning is excellent, but the execution could be a problem. Exactly. So, if things do start getting a bit crazy, I have what I'm calling Plan Tremendous, as it is. And what does Plan Tremendous involve? Oh, it's simple. When we're at dinner, uh, did you know you're coming for Christmas dinner? So I understand. Well, at dinner, when things start going wrong, you and I slip out of the back door and head straight to the authorities. You tell them that I discovered the kidnapping plot and rescued you. I see. You get your freedom with less risk to yourself, and I get fame and glory. Yes, yes, it could work. 
But how will I know we are going with the plan Tremendous? I will shout, Tremendous! As soon as I do, head for the door. I'll meet you outside. Well, if I hear that word, then I will be gone. Mark my words. Excellent. Oh, and I brought you this blanket in case you get cold. Tremendous! Shh! Just an attempt at humour. See you at dinner. You must be Eliza. No. In that case, you have me at a disadvantage. I haven't heard of any other gang members, I'm afraid. If I wanted you to know my name, you would know it. I can't argue with that. Well played. You can call me Patricia. It's a very nice name. Yes. I knew a girl called Patricia. I liked her. She didn't bleed too much. Nice, tidy arterial spray. I see. So what's your role in the gang, Patricia? Well, say you were to try and escape or raise the alarm. Yes? I would be the one that would cut your throat. Well, that's very clear, I must say. I'm very good with a knife. It's always been a talent. <laughs> I can imagine. I take great pride in it. You should have pride in your work, don't you think? Oh, yes. Will you be joining us for dinner? I love Christmas. Such a happy time of year. So much darkness. I'm looking forward to it, I must say. Me too. The feeling of a knife slicing cleanly through warm meat. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Yes, everyone likes a good roast dinner, I'm sure. Oh yes, I quite forgot about the roast. Very easy mistake to make. Right. Remember, I can cut a grape in half with a knife thrown from half a mile away. That must be useful for wine-making? Remember. Um, Eliza? That's right. Well done. <laughs> thank you. And thank you for being so easy to kidnap. I was really worried we wouldn't pull it off, but there you were, wandering about, completely unaware. Well, I've never really considered myself a serious target for kidnapping. The head of the Royal Society? You're underselling yourself. You could be kidnapped, mugged, blown up, all sorts. I'd never thought of it like that. But why have you kidnapped me? Why does anyone kidnap someone? To bring about change, of course. Is it the best way of bringing about change, do you think? Oh, yes. I did a survey. I asked everyone at our Better Kidnapping Workshop, and they all thought it was the best way. Its post-it note had by far the largest number of sticky dots on it. You can't argue with popular opinion, I suppose. Exactly. Now, are you comfortable? Would you like any more cushions? I am fine, thank you. But what change are you trying to bring about? Has anyone told you about dinner? Yes, it has been mentioned once or twice. Well, that's when I do the big reveal. You don't want to spoil it, do you? Why would you want to spoil it? I don't want to spoil it. Good. I hope you have your eating trousers on. Patricia makes an excellent turkey with all the trimmings. Patricia is cooking? Yes, she won't let anyone else near the kitchen when she's in there. That doesn't surprise me. Now, be a good hostage and I might let you sit next to Lydia. She likes your face. I don't mind about seating arrangements. Moustache!
Right. Now I'm going to take the hood off. Ah, hello everyone. You get to sit next to me! And me. A thorn between two roses. One of whom is armed. How marvellous. It's nice to have you with us for dinner. I'm so glad things have gone to plan. Were you winking at me, Annabelle? Uh, yes. Of course I was. Have another. Oh, cheeky. Are you comfortable, Dr. Keyes? Yes, thank you. This is far better than that room. And I must say the spread looks excellent. Indeed, but of course it's missing one vital element. Turkey! 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 Now, before we feast upon this mighty bird, we owe our guest an explanation. At last. Lydia, dim the lights. Right. Mmm, how? Blow out a few of the candles. Ah, okay. (laughs) Yes, all right. Not all of them. That'll do. Dr Keyes, the reason we abducted you is simple. It has to do with a big decision you will shortly have to make. Whether I'm to have the cabbage or sprouts? No, and, and you will have both. It is to do with the selection of your successor as head of the Royal Society. Aye, there's the rub. Who put you up to this? Was it the chap with the miner's lamp? No, it wasn't one person. It was a whole group. A group that make up half the human race. The left-handed? No, there's not that many of those freaks. I am talking, sir, about women. Ah, you want a woman to be the head of the Royal Society? Yes. It won't happen. It's too much a change. It's not me. It won't be accepted in the wider society. I've thought of that. Ahem. Sorry, we've thought of that. It was me. Rather than appoint a woman directly, we want you to appoint Nathaniel. Hello. As an effeminate and wimpy man, he will make a perfect stepping stone. Love you too. And who comes next? Then Nathaniel will appoint Lydia. Hello! What does Lydia know about science? I invented this. That is remarkable. And completely indescribable. Bravo! So, will you do as we ask? I can't. I can't destroy the integrity of the Royal Society just to further the cause of women. It's essential that it be maintained as an institution with an air of exclusivity. Otherwise, small girls might realise they could be scientists too when they grow up, and half of us would be out of a job. It is my sacred duty to stand up for all the mediocre men in the scientific profession. I knew this would happen. Let me do him some harm. That will change his mind. No! Don't you hurt my keezy poo. Patricia, put down the knife. Just a finger or a toe. Maybe an ear. He's got two. Uh, Patricia, no. <laughs> oh, that's some bad luck. Excuse me while I lie down. Done to my husband. He walked into my knife while I was trying to stab him with it. It's not my fault. How could you do something so horrid? Oh, I've had enough of you. Ah! That was super extra horrid. Patricia, will you stop stabbing our gang? I knew this would happen. Tremendous! 
Ha! I've known about your treachery all along. Sarah! I didn't plan for that. Patricia? Judging by the way things are going, I'd say I'm in charge now. I think I'd like to be back in the little room now. Patricia, put down that well-used knife. It's unhygienic. Only after you put down that carving fork. My name is Elizabeth Thomas. You killed my inept gang. Prepare to die. Both stabbed. That ends things neatly. It saves all the explaining, I suppose. Well, I suppose the patriarchy's safe. Starring in Rights and Wrongs were Rona McEnwells, Debs McKenna, Elena Wright, Brian McEnwells, Anna Wilson and Jamie Crowther. Written by Dan Bond and Brian McEnwells. Produced by Dan Booth. For more Action Science Theatre, go to actionsciencetheatre.com.